With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. How personalized can a financial plan be when it's created by one of those robo-advisors? Plugging in standard algorithm to calculate insurance need and future wealth of random human client. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting to know you always comes first. Together, we'll create a financial plan based on your specific goals. Find a local Farm Bureau advisor at fbfs.com protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 
It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. A camel shirt. He's in the mood because I called him out about him being all stroppy halfway through the game yesterday. Why wouldn't anyone be stroppy halfway through the game? Why, why would anyone want to go into the, the, the group chat and have Alex going, oh, I, I don't like Jose. Everybody's saying Jose's shit now. Come into bed with me. Why wouldn't I be stroppy? Pisses, That's not what I said. But again, as ever, you didn't read what had gone before it. Why would I read it? Well, exactly. So you can't have a moan about something that you've seen and then not read the stuff before. What did I get wrong, Alex? The fact Ricky was like, oh, I'm done. So my little meme was like, oh, you're going to get into bed with me. That was it, all right? Yeah, well, so what, I, I missed two sentences. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the whole context of it. So I understand it now, and I still think you're a dick. Yeah, well, I think you're a dick. No, we don't. I don't actually think you're a dick, Alex. Well, you're, you're, you're suffering, clearly, and I'm suffering. And Felonius is suffering, aren't you, T? A little bit, yeah. And I'm kind of I'm agnostic. And we got Bardi from the Extra Inch, who's also suffering. Can we? Do we say that now? Bardi from the Extra Inch. Um, I can say that, but I'm not suffering. I'm not suffering. This is not that bad, you know. It's not the end of the world. It's not the fucking end of days. Darkness, getting spanked five nil at home by Liverpool. It's okay. It's not good, but it's all right. It's it's a, a rest. You can you can survive this. We can survive this. It's okay. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll come on to all of that. We've got uh, a big uh, discussion that we're going to have around Jose Mourinho. Uh, we've got some odds from William Hill. And we've also got, uh, we've got to review the transfer window. Before we go into all of the complete bumfuckery that is supporting Tottenham at the moment, we've got to preview the quiz. Tottenham Hotspur, greatest, no, fuck, I always do this wrong. What is the name of it? The hardest quiz, the hardest Tottenham Hotspur quiz on the internet. I think I think that's the name of it that that someone made up. Uh, Jimmy Regal called Bardi's Brainbusters, but then you guys stole it and rebranded it your own. This is better. This is better. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, look, you're not here to. At least cast... my answers are correct. At least now this is this is not wrong. They're correct. This quiz is like, it's family fortunes. The quiz was always great. Now we, we just don't have to deal with Les Dennis anymore. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, no one appreciates Les Dennis. Les Dennis was always a disappointment to, to the nation. What you did is you, you turned tail and you ran away to the extra inch. So when you, when you ran away, Bardi, you took the, uh, Bardi's brain busters with you and we had to come up with something new. Now, you may think that this isn't better. But my opinion is that we have underground... Sorry, sorry, like a, a sound bed of dramatic music that we never had on uh, Bardi's Brain Busters. Do you know what, Bardi, if, you, if you're so chippy about this, why don't you challenge the winner of today? And that, the, the winner of today could be either Alex from Bristol or Jimmy Riggle. Jimmy Riggle is on a run. He's, what, free, free unbe- hang, hang on, let me just, let me bring him in a second. James... How many? How many have you won on the bounce? Is it four? Well, are you counting the initial one that I did weeks ago to beat T score? That, that's enough from you, James. I don't. I don't want a, a, your life story. <laughs> I don't want your life story, James. All right. I just all. All. all to, uh, let's give him four. He's, he's four on the bounce. Jesus! Why did you ask a question? You give him an inch, they take a mile. 
Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, James. I, I was going to bring you back to the moments past. Um, yeah, so J- James has got four and a bounce. Um, he has uh, smashed Ryan. He smashed Paul. He smashed um, the other people that were on the pod as well. Very busy. Sorry for, for forgetting. And um, you know, he's. He, look, he, I, 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 I question how good a quizzer a Tottenham Hotspur quizzer that he was. And the fact is that right now he's the people's champion. And we have Alex from Bristol on the line, don't we, Al? Not on the line, he's a part of the podcast, been been for many years. Yes, yes, yes. I am. Uh, how confident are you of smashing Jimmy Regal on the world's hardest Tottenham Hotspur quiz? Uh, well, it's, it's, you know, I love all animals, but... Uh, if I have one guilty vice, it's squashing uh, irrelevant bugs. Wow. Um, and he's one of them. Hang, so. on, hang on a second. Let me just bring him back. Anything to say about that, James? Yeah, well, it's it's very easy to be confident when you've got absolutely... Not now, James. Sorry, we've got, we've got a podcast to get on with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe, this makes a nice change from is from the days where back in the day where you where we would all meet in person for less from you less from you alex uh james sorry go on go and say what you're gonna say <laughs> say honestly i promise i won't cut you off this time rude uh <laughs> was rude. Well, i was gonna say it's, you know it's, it's easy to be confident when you've got nothing on the line i'm here defending my title alex is defending nothing so you know if you're so confident alex how about if i beat you i replace you on the fighting cock oh al you are be, unmuted be, be my fucking guest <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, all right. The jokes are off now. Um, this this quiz uh, will be happening towards the end of the podcast, the next half hour or so. Um, you know who who will take the people's champion? Oh, the thing is, if if Alex became the people's champion, I'm not sure he'd want it. And that's the that's the main <laughs> issue. James will well, throw it in like Riddick Bow. Oh, look at T piping up. Given the fact that he he is the true people's champ. Anyway, look, we're going to let's talk to- about Tottenham because Barley's getting anxious. He he wants to, wants to talk. He wants to talk, but he also, um, he's got a gym workout or some shit. Do you remember the, the body that we knew back in the day was plump? Yeah. That was the body I loved. Not yeah. this new the first one. Time I, the first time I spent some proper time with Bardi, like after becoming part of podcasters, we went to a Spurs game after the first fanzine came out. And there he was, same belly as me, just kind of walking down the street saying, you know what we should do about our fanzines, how to sell fanzines better? We should get girls in bikinis on the high road. That's what we should do. And I looked at him and I was like, Thought they were right. <laughs> uh, no, I, I remember walking next to him and he was walking. Do you know what we should do for the fanzine? We should eat them. We should eat all the fanzines. <laughs> uh, okay, look, so we did have a transfer window. Everyone had a transfer window. Tottenham Hotspur typically didn't sign anyone. Um, Alex, is signing no one in this transfer window in, in any way indicative of the way this season has gone? Uh, I'll actually defend them to this point because I think... Yeah, you look around the league and there's not a huge amount that's that's been done. I think uh, usually with football clubs, you don't. Uh, there's other stuff in the background going on with finance, particularly with us, going on with finances and, and other projects perhaps that are going on uh, or people who haven't been moved on yet and stuff. And I just think this period with the pandemic and uh, and Brexit as well is also you know going to have gonna have an effect to some to some extent. That it just um, it just moves the goalposts a lot. So I I, I wasn't. Shot like I forgot deadline day was even yesterday until halfway through when I went on to it. You know, it's not something yeah. that has been building up. It didn't matter, did it? It kind of felt like as a as a fan of any club in the Premier League, it was only 
obviously Liverpool are going to get everything they wanted, but everyone else uh, was just going to be a little bit frustrated. Um, and like you say, because of the pandemic and the fact that players weren't moving, you need a, 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 tra- a fluid transfer market is one where players move from club to club and there's money sloshing around, but there weren't, there weren't any at all. But, Bardi, were you happy with what we did with outgoing transfers? You know, like Gazigniga signed for... What was that team? He signed for? Yeah, whatever they, they were called. That was a good transfer. Um, Carter Vickers went to Bournemouth. I mean, we got rid of a couple of players. We shifted on Jedson. That was a, a kind of a gamble that didn't work out, but it didn't cost us too much. Um, I was quite happy with Troy Parrott. He left Millwall and has gone to Ipswich. I think that drop down to League One might help him. He might get some games. He might is, start banging the goal. Buddy, sorry, can I cut you for a second? Is that Jose Mourinho sort of ratified in terms of Troy Parrott when all of the fans were going, play Parrott, play Parrott? Jose Mourinho <laughs> played him in one game and said, like, there you go. That's, that's Troy Parrott. And he Parrott. missed the penalty. And then, he missed the penalty. Well, wait, wait, don't, the doesn't he... Like, like, I've all, like you don't add, add fucking manure on him. It's like he's, he's gone. He's gone to Millwall. He's played eleven games, not scored a goal. And then the the the, the, the coaches at Tottenham have gone. Let's sand him down a level. Is he? I mean, is it Jose Mourinho being, making the right decision there, or what? Not being a success on loan is not a bad thing. You know, Harry Kane had terrible loan spells, including one at Millwall, and he he came back an okay player. I think. I think the most important thing for Parrott is to play games and to score goals. And if it has to be in League One at 18 years old, that's not a huge problem. So what I think you're saying is that Troy Parrott is the next Harry Kane. He could well be. He could be. Is it annoying, T, that um, that, that Liverpool, have, you know, they identify an issue in their first team as they've done under, under the sort of Klopp reign where they buy players that they need, even if they're... You know they're not marquee signings, but they're they're two centre backs. But one of them's from League One, Preston Ben Davies, not the Pen, Ben Davies. You'll be unhappy to know. Now, but um, you know the other geezer they've been scouting is it Kodjak? Yeah. God, I can't remember his fucking name. Who cares? But yeah, he, um, you know he they've been scouting him for a while. Is it a bit frustrating that Tottenham don't do things in in, in these windows anymore? Or is it just a a blanket um, acceptance across all football clubs? I think Matip being out for the season forced their hand a little bit in, in that regard. Um, Marina talked about wanting a centre-back. We didn't revisit the Skriniar deal with Inter. Um, we, it appeared that we ran out of time to sign him in the in the summer window, so I'm surprised he maybe didn't go back there. But as I know, Liverpool seemed to have, you know, they were on our level, and then they kind of um, put the money where their mouth is and they are where they are. So, yeah, it is frustrating from that point of view, but... Just we'll have to wait till the summer window, and hopefully we'll have the same manager <laughs> in that window. Uh, we're going we're gonna to come on to uh, Jose Mourinho. We're going to discuss it at length for the next ten minutes or so shortly. But we put out a tweet in uh, July two thousand and seventeen. It was a picture of Van Dyke celebrating a goal for Southampton with the caption: "It's about if it's about improving our first eleven. Here's the answer: uh, He wants out of Southampton." And that's a picture of Van Dyke. And the point of this is that. The reaction to us tweeting that at the time was almost universally, he's not worth 50 million. We've got Eric Dyer. We don't need him. We should spend money elsewhere. And 
you know, three, three, four years down the line, buddy, what, what do you make of that response to us tweeting the fact that we should sign Van Dyke? I know it's obvious, but... Well, at the time we had Toby, we had Jan, who was still doing okay. I, mean, I think we probably had Sanchez at the same time. So we did have three centre-backs who, um, who, who were serving as well. We didn't expect the Tongan to drop off a cliff. Same with Toby and for Sanchez just not to improve and to become... Sanchez yeah, hadn't joined yet at that time. We well, had Dar- we had anyway, Darwin Wimmer. Had... Stay Rimmer. on your toes in this pod. Yeah, we're playing a back. Maybe we've been playing the back three that season, but we had we had centre backs, and it was probably right that we should have spent that money better elsewhere, but we didn't. But that's the football is littered with transfers that never happened, which should have happened. It's, yeah, but it's, it's it's fun to look back, isn't it? It's fun to look back. Uh, Levy, yeah. I won't say the name, but uh, a guy called Levy, and that's not his full name. You probably, I shouldn't have said it. Uh, he, he doesn't improve the first eleven. It would be great backup, but wouldn't be happy with a bench spot. Spot, and uh, uh, Dyer is more versatile. Dyer brings more to the team than Van Dyke does. And what I guess the point here is, is that we don't know what we're fucking talking about. None of us do. We can't. What we can go on is the last five, ten games of any season. Is that fair, Alex? Uh, well, yeah, obviously. I mean, <clears throat> it's... Uh, uh, Buddy's right. Football's littered with, with that type of stuff, of transfers that should have worked out that didn't and ones that actually happened that ended up being puddings. You know, that's just... There's so much luck at a draw. It's not... This isn't football manager. You know, there's... there's these are human beings that sometimes just grow into or in a, in a workplace environment that they feel com- more comfortable in more happier in who's to say that if even if Van Dyke had come to us he would have turned into the same player you don't know you know so it's it I find it daft to to compare really okay fair enough all right I'll tell you what let's move on to the conversation around Jose Mourinho because that's what's dominated all of being a Spurs fan at the moment um (laughs) obviously the fighting cock is sponsored by William Hill the official backers and betting partners of Tottenham Hotspur Football Club Jose Mourinho is currently 7-1 to one with William Mill to lose his job at Tottenham. How tempted are you by those odds, T? Because 7-1 to one, you know, for a club like Tottenham and a manager like Jose Mourinho, unless, unless things are going properly down the pan, is pretty good value. I don't, like, it, it, I, I don't feel like his job is on the line just yet. What, what do you make of his situation currently? I don't think his job's on the line right now. Um, I think you'd have to lose um, the next three games. I think the FA Cup games within that, and probably go out of Europe to to get the sack. But I think he's. I think his job's fairly secure. Um, as Bardi kind of alluded to earlier, we've been through a lot worse as Spurs fans, and it seems a lot more exacerbated now, probably because of um, COVID and lockdown, and we just feel a bit trapped and we're forced to watch games like the Brighton one. But um, no, the odds are good, but I don't think he'll be the next manager to go. To answer the question. Well, we've got, uh, we've got the, the other... Yeah, actually, let's do that now, actually, because the other managers who are linked with the chop, according to William Hill, Steve Bruce is joint favourite with Nuno Espirito de Santo, both 9-4 to favourites, 9-4 to on favourites. Uh, Roy Hodgson, 5-1. to And Sam Allardyce, despite being in the job a month, is 11-2. to And obviously, after that, we find Jose Mourinho, where you wouldn't expect his name to be among those... You know, among that company. Um, where, so, where are you at, Alex? Because you're, you've, 
for me, you, you're, you're, you've positioned yourself as, I don't like what's going on. I don't like the football. If we win, I'm kind of okay with it, but obviously there's an issue. And I think if we're all being honest, maybe Tia's side, actually, maybe Bardi as well. I'll let you give your repost at this, but I, I kind of feel myself in a similar situation to Alex as well. Where, where are you at, Al? Um, the, the same as I've been, really. I think uh, there's a fundamental difference between people that take joy or enjoyment or happiness out of just Spurs being, you know, in and around there. There's good times, there's bad times, and the rest of it. But there's there's a constant in terms of uh, you know, on a if you're playing on a Thursday night, Thursday morning, you wake up right. Oh, Spurs are playing tonight. Right, get work out of the way. What we gonna do tonight? And and that's just what I haven't had for a year and rightly or wrongly that's just just what i haven't had so then it's difficult then to in, enjoy it in general and i just think you know the the, the combination the, the sacrifice was is it worth it so is it worth having this split fan base which Mourinho was always going to bring that's, that's just who he is as as a as a personality whether it's going well or going badly um and and the style of football was always not going to be you know quite up to, to what we've seen at, at peak Potch, regardless of his failings, right? So what people's question, internal questions they had to ask themselves was, is it worth it? Is that worth it for the sake that it gets us a League Cup or Europa League? Because it certainly was never going to get us a Premier League or a Champions League. And anyone that says differently, I, I, I struggle to understand that. But it would have been one of those two trophies. And now <laughs> I understand if people say, yeah, it's worth it. Look, we need to get this monkey off our back. It's got to be done. I can put up with it two years. I completely respect that. But my personal view was it's not worth it because I'm not enjoying it on the way. So um, that's just where, where I've stayed, really. And it's not a question of of like not enjoying it when Tottenham win. It's a bit like, right, if your missus comes home one day and she's got a really out of the blue mental haircut. Oh wow! Right. I, I, I was hoping for more. I was hoping for more. But go on. No, but she's but she's come back and she's got. You've loved her hair before, right? It was so fucking sexy, right? But she's come back and she shaved it off. She looks like me, right? <laughs> and you've gone, ah, oh, that's nice, right? So, but you still love her. You're not going. Anywhere. You're not going to pack. You're not going to pack the bag, are you? You're still there every weekend, going to the garden centre, having a coffee, going for a little walk, making TikToks. Whatever it might be, right? You're still doing all of that lovely stuff because you love them, right? But when the hair starts to grow back a bit and she looks at it and she goes, oh, actually, I think you were right. I think I did look much better like this. Everything was much nicer, wasn't it? You go, yes. Yes, it was. Let's just get through this and we'll get back to that point where we are. I and like that. Just, Spurs' like hair is growing back. I like that, Alex. You're, 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 you, what you've just done is, is show yourself as a passive, aggressive, abusive boyfriend who uses very subtle ways to control their woman. Uh, Buddy, um, what, uh, <laughs> what, what, what do you make of what Alex has just said? Like, what, you know, where are you at with this situation? I mean, there's a lot of bullshit in what Alex says. Uh... <laughs> I, I, I actually agree with what Alex has said. Go on. There's a big myth that oh, our fan base is split. Our fan base is always split. Our fan bases remain split. That's our whole point. That's the whole essence of a fan base. When uh, Pochettino was throwing cups, he was splitting fan base. The problem is um, the performance on the pitch is no longer giving us the results that we want. And that's that's a problem. And when the, when the results stop coming in, Mourinho's in trouble. 
I don't think I don't think we're at a crisis point. I think he needs to get back to basis. I think for the first time in his life, he's perhaps lost a little bit of faith in what he's doing and he's trying things which he, he wouldn't normally do. I think against Chelsea, we'll see him revert back to type. He'll play a back, back four, <laughs> play a back four, and then we'll play on the counter, low blocking counter. And um, that's the way it is. People are looking for joy in something where there's no joy. And the, the problem is the pandemic has just made everything worse. And everyone's looking at Tottenham to fucking but, lift the misery. Mate, bodies, loads, of, loads of fans and loads of clubs really enjoying their football right now. I don't understand how you can say that there's no joy in football, right? You love, buddy, you love football. You will watch anything, right? You'll watch join a good Tottenham. game of football and you'll love it. Right? He said join Tottenham. There's no joy. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Bardi gets joy from football in general, right? There's a. I think you underestimate how many people out there are only fussed about football, about their club. And if for whatever reason, whether it's the manager, whether it's the ownership, whether it's there's a, whatever's going on with that football club, if you're not enjoying it along the way, that's a valid position. A fair melt, not shit. Yeah. But we're not shit. We're not shit. <laughs> Alex, I haven't, said, I haven't said we were shit. Alex. I haven't said that. Go on, buddy. What would you say? No, the, the the thing is, everybody's judging. It's like like it's like we're getting relegated. We've had a couple of we've lost our we've lost our best left back. We lost a key component of our team. We've lost Harry Kane, and all of a sudden we we are we are left with a squad that has been built up incorrectly over the last four or five years. And expecting anyone, even Jose Mourinho, to fix that in in a year is fucking ridiculous. I think he's doing okay. He's doing all right. Do you know things what, have got a bit better? What I hear from Bardi is like, have some fucking minerals, Alex. Exactly. Uh, uh, like, just show some balls. Just wait it out. No. Maybe it'll be all right. Don't give me that bollocks. I haven't said anything of this of the sort, right? That it's shit or relegation. What I'm what I'm saying is is and and regardless of what the result was, the last two games, the, where everyone's pissed off is the manner of of the last two games, not necessarily the result, right? So it, it's. What I'm saying is, is I agree with Bardi's stance. I understand what I'm well, not agree with it, but I understand Bardi's stance because he's looking at the end at the end goal. Top four is still a, a very, very real possibility. And so is winning a cup. And as Bardi said on his last extra inch, which I very much enjoyed, you know, if we'd have been offered that at the start of the season, we'd have took it. What I'm saying is refusal to admit that there is an element of of this football which is unenjoyable to the people that are only interested in watching Tottenham each week. Is and then just dismissing it is is mental. Okay, all right. Uh, Barley's got to leave in literally a minute because he's got to do some sort of hit workout what? with Joe Wicks or something. But um, <laughs> do, do you have a, 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 a um, response to that, Barley? Before you got to shoot off, the only thing is you can only hope. The whole point is, is supporting Tottenham is you, you hope that things can get better, and that's where yeah. I am. I'm hoping things improve. I'm hoping that we find a way out of this. And if we be Chelsea, everything is all right in the world again, man. Everything is okay. Beat Chelsea, beat Everton, smash up those Austrians. And then all of a sudden, February's a whole different month. The problem is we're on a podcast and that's like what our kind of role in this is to look at everything after each match and then try and justify everything. You can't do it over 90 minutes. Just have a bit of patience and a bit of hope. And if it turns to shit, it turns to shit. We've seen it turn to shit before. We'll get through it and we'll get, we've been through it and we'll get through it again. Fair play, yeah. buddy. I mean, I don't think I don't think he should be sacked, right? I, you know, I, I'm not saying he should be sacked now. I think that's counterproductive to to where everything is right now. So, you know, I'm not saying that either. You know, I, I agree with buddy. I, I'm the same approach. <laughs> He's just gone. He just, just jumped off. I thought you you were trying to keep him on, so he missed these sessions. 
I didn't. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't agree with how Bardi marginalised an entire nation of Austria. There, you know, they they will pose a stiff test. Um, he wasn't talking about football. He just meant smash up some Austria. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, mate. So uh, we, we, there was there was this thing in the in the running order. T, you, you put it in. Uh, it was an excerpt from a book written by football journalist Goatee. It wasn't. It wasn't an excerpt, mate. It was a reaction to the book. It was a reaction to the book by a football expert called Goatee. Diego Torres. Diego Torres. And the the excerpt was early in Mourinho's second season as Real Madrid manager when his team were performing exceptionally well. Mourinho said that it was down to his working coach, a work coach, coaching attacking uh, movement and occupying space during the summer tour of China. The Real Madrid players, according to Diego Torres's book. The special one, which is sympathetic towards the squad, could not believe their ears. The players uh, complained among themselves that they had been given no ideas what to do in possession. This all the solution came from themselves. All the solution came from themselves. And they even joked that Mourinho's pecking manual. Peking. What does that mean, peking manual? It's a place, it's China. Probably some kind of, maybe it means something in Spanish. Because they translate well to English. They were in training in China doing their, their training, of course. <laughs> a non-existent dossier on his attacking plans. You read stuff like that, not that it means that much, because Pochettino was given uh, a sort of, uh, I don't know, what like a, a, a saviour mat based on what he did in his latter years at Spurs because we didn't give him the players he deserved or he needed in order to implement the tactics that he wanted to employ. And we read in a book about Pochettino that he didn't want to sign players that weren't going to improve his squad. He wasn't interested really in buying big transfers. And if you believe everything you you read, then you can create aspersions that necessarily aren't true. But looking at our attacking prowess under Jose Mourinho in the last year or two, even if you take into account the Man United and Southampton games and the games that we beat... Uh, City, it hasn't been fantastic going forward. Do you think there's any truth in this, T? That 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 Jose Mourinho, in all of his wisdom, says to his attacking players, or doesn't say to his attacking players, this is how you attack a team? I think it's kind of, it does feel like it's a bit left onto them. And you know, I guess Kane is kind of a bit of a beneficiary going deeper because he's got the, there's a room to do that. Maybe Pochettino micromanages a bit more where he, Kane has to occupy a certain space. You know, I guess that's what's implicated by that excerpt from the article on The Athletic about Diego Torres' book. I guess maybe the person who loses out the most in all this is Bergvine, because Bergvine is someone who occupies little spaces and, you know, he writes better in small spaces, but with when, when it's kind of a free-for-all up front, maybe he's the one to miss out. Yeah. What do you, what do you mean, what, like, works better in small spaces? Like, well, look at the look at the Indombele goal, for example, um, against Sheffield United. And that's an example of what Bergvine can do. But we don't get the opportunity to really do that a lot because a lot is centred around um, Kane and so on, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But the failure of the dependence on those two was kind of borne out in the, in, in the Brighton game. But, you know, to that end, I think Vinicius has to start yeah, every but- game while Kane's out. I just want to take you back, Alex, to the um, the, the odds by William Hill 
um, which which essentially the sack race really. This isn't William Mill giving their opinion. This is just us taking the odds on how they appear to be. And Steve Bruce and Santo are both nine four on to be sacked next. I have no idea how Arsenal get in against Wolves, but I assume they're winning. Um, but I, I, only after Hodgson and Allardyce we find our manager. What? How close do you think Jose Mourinho is, Al? I don't think he's close at all, <clears throat> really. I think, um, like T said, I think we'd have to go out of Europe and, and lose in the FA Cup. My, I, I think he should go, ultimately. But going now, I'm not sure what that helps. Uh, so I don't think he should be sacked now. So I, I don't think he's close at all, unless those those couple of things happen that, that I just mentioned. My, my only worry is that, is that we end up just sticking with him because we've got a cup final in April. Um, and I worry about that because, you know, if things start to tail away, then it's just, I mean, I can't even imagine having to watch that show for, for that long. But um, yeah, I, think, I, I just genuinely think that it's it's passing by. I think what Bardi's original opinion on Mourinho when he was at United was right, that the game's, that he's he's essentially the managerial version of Gareth Bale. Of what we're seeing with Gareth Bale now, where we know what he can do, but we're just not seeing it. I think that's just what where Mourinho is in, in, in his career. Um, Mourinho has got nothing else left to prove. You know, he's he's come to come and do do this project at at, at Tottenham, and it's just not. I, I think the ingredients that he needs to be successful at this part of his career are unavailable to Tottenham Hotspur right now. So I don't think it's all his fault. He's doing what he's done in the past to get the results that he's got in the past. Why would you change it? You know, but it's just got to a point now where, where those methods aren't quite, you know, there's been other methods that have come along in the meantime that have overtaken that. And, you know, the one saving grace he might have longer term is if he does manage to get a few more results, I think, I don't think this is the type of squad like similar to a Chelsea or United where it's massively full of huge egos that, you know, maybe going to the chairman or whatever. You know, it's not full of, of of big, big, big names that are that type like he would have had at Chelsea and, and perhaps he would have had at Manchester United. Um, so it, it's difficult. It is difficult. You know, if it's per- personally, I'd, 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 I want a new manager as soon as possible. But in terms of what's beneficial to the club, sacking him right now, I, I don't think it really gains anything. Well, if you look at uh, Nuno Santo from uh, Wolves, Who's joint favourite nine to four to to get sacked, and our manager is seven to one. If you put the double on, Al, you'd be quids in. Would you take? Would you take? Uh, I'm not you, betting on. I'm not, I never bet on Tottenham. I've never bet on Tottenham. I, to I wouldn't do suggest you do that. But would you? Would you take? What I'm saying is that I, I, this has been um, a long winding idea of mine that eventually Nuno Espirito Santo would be, end up being Tottenham manager. Um, I agree um, with you. Yeah, but that'd but, be but, terrible. Well, well, but just just to add on to what T's just said is that people are looking at how Wolves are playing this year, and um, they've been very boring. So I'm not sure he is the guy. Maybe he was the guy, but maybe he isn't the guy, or maybe you know he was, isn't, and will be the guy. Because another odd that I I, I found on um, the William Hill site was Arteta is now 28 to one to be sacked. Uh, a few weeks ago, you wouldn't have got that. Like crazy how football was changed. One minute, Tottenham Hotspur were at the top of the league and the world is talking about how long Arteta can last. 
And now he's miles from being sacked, and, not, and we're talking about our manager being sacked. Like, do, do we, have, as, as fans, need to take a step back from the, the reacting to the immediacy of what's happening? Like, do, like I, I've been trying. It's hard because I, I say that, and he, I, even as I'm saying that, I know what I've said in the last couple of days, where I'm really struggling to abide <laughs> the football that we're witnessing right now. See. What was the question? <laughs> that was question, a bit of a monologue. Well, the, um, que- the question is, 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 is like, do we need to step back and, and just take a moment, like Barty's saying, where it's, you know, you know what, what's happening right now isn't relevant. What happens in the next month or the end of the season is relevant and we have to take our medicine as it happens right now and just ride it out? Or do we be more reactionary, as Alex wants, as Wendy definitely wants and others want, where we just go, no, let's chop it down right now and grow a new tree. The issue that Alex and Wendy have is that people are telling them what to think to a degree. And I can see why they get annoyed at us saying well, like Mourinho is my, well, not so much that, but Mourinho is my manager, blah, 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 blah. And now, I guess in Alex's point, that the chickens have come home to roost. He's kind of been a bit smug and I, and I don't blame him. And we live in a world where, People are defined by opinions. You've got people on Twitter who've got hashtag Jose out in their bio now and in their Twitter names, and that's their opinion. So if Mourinho won every remaining game this season, will they change that bio? Because they've gone out publicly with this opinion. Like, we were top six weeks ago with more or less the same personnel. So is that an accurate um, representation or is a Brighton game an accurate representation of where we are? Don't I don't mind. I, I don't mind people being reactionary. I don't mind people saying what they think because it's better out than in, like a shit, really. So, wow. um, no, I, I don't. I don't mind people being being reactionary at all. And um, I try not to. I mean, when I converse with Wendy and Alex about, I mean, I try not to force them to see what I see. I'm just trying to see the best of a bad situation. Towards the end of Pochettino's time. I wasn't fully potch out because I wanted them to work out. I wanted it to work for Pochettino. And I, want, I wanted to work with Mourinho in a similar way. I want Mourinho to, to see this through because it felt a bit more severe when Kane and Son were injured last season than it does now. And people are saying this is like the worst Spurs team ever. One bloke I saw a tweet today, I've been a Spurs fan since 1967. This is the worst football I've seen. I'm not having that. You saw Spurs get relegated. I mean, sure, the fans loved... Um, Birkinshaw and the players, but come on, this isn't the worst I've seen. Maybe expectation from this team makes it worse, but I think I think this will pass. Maybe I'll have egg on my face when Chelsea beat us and West Brom beat us, but <clears throat> the way I feel right now, I think this is this is definitely recoverable at this point. Alex, of course it is. I think I just think <clears throat> the the issue that I've always had is the fact of at the beginning it was a question of personality, right? I don't like Jose Mourinho. I don't know the way he goes about things, and it felt like it was a. That as soon as he came in, it was a. It was a purposeful split within the club because because of because of who he is. Right now, that's down to personality, and that's down to to failings on on my part, perhaps of of letting heart rule head. Right, I'm, I'm perfectly open to accepting that. What what I have an issue with is a question of. Like, like he said, sometimes it feels like you're, you're trying to point out that, okay, we won X game or this game or that game, but 
here are some of the negatives. And it was just completely like, but but we've won. And I'm like, yeah, but that's fine. I understand that. But that's the question you have to ask yourself. Is, is it worth it? Well, and I, I think... think but, but what I'm saying, yeah, but what I'm saying is, Flav, is that, is that there, there comes a time with it is that you have to to quantify as to what you watch Tottenham Hotspur for, right? And everyone's will be different. You and I, for example, in particular, probably more than anyone else, have very little interest in every other part of football, right? Okay. So for me, you, you know, you you were able to get onto that point where, look, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with going through where the football's not the best, but we'll win some games and I'll take some joy in that, as did I. You know, we did that recording after the Burnley podcast, after the Burnley game, that got a huge amount of stick. But I love that game because that approach, I felt that was the right approach for that game. So it's not like I'm completely adverse to it. It's just a question of, I have to be able to wake up on a Saturday morning and be excited to watch Tottenham play. And, and if I'm not, then I'm not going to sit and lie and say, oh, okay, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I, I can deal with that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But I understand that the people that were like, okay, well, I can get on board with this if it means that we get a trophy, right? For me, that isn't a, a huge deal, but I completely understand why it is for, for other people. So that's where that fault line always will always land, right? And that's not going to change whether he's here for another two weeks or whether he's here for another two years. So I just uh, that that's where my frustration. And there's no smugness in it, and there's no glee in it. It's just a question of I have to try and enjoy something about it, you know? Well, all right, okay. No, no, I get your situation completely, and I and I agree with it. What's happened now is we're in a situation because the parameters were so narrow is that you have people that were born into it and, 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 and were desperate for it to happen um, who are now having to contemplate the fact that that we've sold it all. all, all everything we loved about Spurs under Pochettino, we've sold it for the idea that Jose Mourinho is going to be our manager and win it all. And for to, to be on the downside of that, where it's apparent that all of the people that said, no, he's not good enough, are right, as we stand, and it may change in football, as we've seen, in six, seven weeks, we're now seventh or eighth or wherever we are and we were top. It could change very quickly. But to be on that roller coaster and, and, and the, the tracks derail in the way they are and then have to listen to the people that are saying, well, we told you so. The problem is, is that the situation we find ourselves in as Spurs fans and watching Tottenham, that all of those varying... Um, Reactions to what's happening at Spurs are are completely acceptable. But what's happening is is instead of looking at uh, just and, and accepting what's happening at the club as as a fan base, we're kind of nudging against each other, and and that's that's where it is. And and in the moment, in the heat of the moment, when you're watching us get completely outplayed by Brighton and and seeing fucking what's his name Connolly, Josh Connolly, is it Josh Connolly? Aaron Connolly. Yeah, who gives a shit, T? Because against, unless he's playing against Tottenham, he's not going to play well. We've got a bloke. I'm going to make gonna one more point, though, Flev. Yeah, go on. Um, that Arsenal are two one down at home to to Wolves. Come on, boys! Come on! <laughs> it's happening. We're coming I'm back. Fuck Listen, listen. The whole point of us getting a little frustrated, and we're trying to we're trying to dig down. We're trying to dig down into why we're frustrated with each other. It's because them cunts are coming up the back, aren't they? That's the cunt. Now then, I'll leave it because there's plenty of time to go. All right. Um, yeah, look, you know, it's, I, I want to get back to the stage where I see Alex from Bristol 
climb through a crowd, <laughs> sweating. He's pissed himself. And he's looking at me in the eye and tears are running down his face full of joy because together we realise that this is a moment that we rarely get to share together. And under Jose Mourinho, it's unfortunate, but this divide is always going to happen and we have to find a way of getting through. But I'm not sure there is a way to connect the fan base and connect to us on the fighting cock. Seven, six, seven of us who are actively involved do talk on the pod and the extra inch. There's no way to really connect us all with Jose Mourinho at the club, whether we get success or we don't, whether he fouls. Can I, but can I just can I just say that every, everyone hopes that we do that we do well. You know, like I, you know, I'm sitting there sweating course, and, I understand. and nervous. I understand you want us to do well. Yeah, and and sweating and stuff at the last 20 minutes of that Brighton game. You know, it's, everyone's in in the same boat. It's just a question of um, of of recognizing that. It might be the, the 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 case that we that we back the wrong horse. That's that's all. What I I just don't see any people about that like that, that don't that entertain that that message that we might have backed the wrong horse. Sometimes I felt, and I, this is this is going to be a strong thing to say, right? But sometimes in the past, when talking about Marina, it's like talking about Trump or it's like talking about Brexit. Like they're so ingrained. And this goes both ways, by the way. So ingrained in either no or yes that there's just no middle ground whatsoever. And what my point has always been, if it was a different manager, then I think there would be that middle ground. Yeah. We We've had the middle ground with Pochettino, though. And um, it's like people didn't, want, people didn't want Redknapp in the first place when he joined because of his history. And... When they went tips up, there was an element of glee. And what wound up Flav over the weekend, you probably saw on Twitter and maybe in some parts of WhatsApp, there was an element of glee with some people at Spurs were, were shit in the bed. And, you know, as someone who's passionate about the club, that's not nice to see. And maybe that's not their intention to to seem almost gleeful that Spurs are getting a battering and it's Mourinho's fault. But that's how it feels. It feels like we've got a very divisive figure is here to win trophies. We're in every competition going, mathematically, to point out. So he's kind of doing what he's been paid a king's ransom for. And so you, uh, Sorry, what? Go on. Well, I just want to say that, do you remember Donald Trump when he instructed his um, minions to storm the Capitol? Um, there, yes. no, there was no glee in his voice. He would say there was no glee in his voice. Uh, all I would say... <laughs> There was glee when he lost the election, though. Yeah, there was glee there. Uh, But if that is the case, that that, that would make us, me and you, uh, child sniffers, which I'm not sure we are either. So somewhere, what what happens is is that we all try and find everyone's angry after an hour against Brighton, right? Now, what my point to to everyone to to you boys was at that time was I've done this. I'm past this. I was angry when you lot would tell it were, when everyone was shouting my manager at me, right? So I, I, I've had to deal with that quietly or told to yeah, be like, oh, right. don't, yeah, you're don't right. tell us about it. So that was fine. So, but again, but you're right, Flav, and this is just something that we then have to deal with. If Mourinho ends up getting us top four and a trophy and, and then decides that, you know, like I said, I think Bardi said this on, um, on the extra inch, was that, you know, Portugal sacked their manager and he goes off to manage Portugal in there. 
I genuinely would be off saying, do you know what? He's come in, he's done his job of what he was asked to do. Tottenham have a, a trophy in the record books and we're in the Champions League next year. A fantastic hire. Despite my feelings, it was the right thing to do. And it was the right thing to remove Pochettino and bring someone like him in for that year. I'll, I'll say it. I'll be happy to say that. Yeah. And also what I would say on top of that is when we were top of the league, I think we had an element of the Trump saying storm the capital as well. Uh, not, maybe <laughs> we not you. We top of the league. <laughs> yeah, maybe not UT, but I, I definitely had that. And, and, you know, I've got to take my medicine. I don't want to take medicine. I don't want to give medicine to other Spurs. <laughs> I don't want to give medicine to my mates. I just want us to collectively love our football club again. And I'm not sure if we can do that with Jose. It'll happen. It'll I just want people, just want people to, love each, to just love each other. Love I mean, each other. Like, isn't that a nice John, thing? John's our mate. He's got views that I will never, ever agree with, but I love him. <laughs> I hate his guts. I hate John's <laughs> guts most, most of the time. <laughs> and there's people that I... I think the world of with Twitter stuff that I've got me. I've done if you familiar with the Arthur cartoon where he's got the clenched fist as a gift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. That's, that's kind of what I feel like reading some of these things. Um, it would be nice to have a manager unite us, but um, I think to get rid of Pochettino in the fashion that we did, it had to be Mourinho to replace him because yeah. if you're a second someone who's very much loved and you're replacing him with an Eddie Howe, or a Hassan Hootle, that doesn't keep, well, Daly's probably laughable now, but that doesn't keep Kane at the club. Mourinho keeps Kane at the club. And obviously, as Al says, I, I can concede that there, there's a chance we've, we've um, backed the wrong horse. I won't concede at this point. I won't concede the election at this point. The couch still going. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, we've just, we just got to see where we are at the end of February. T, can I ask you a yeah. question? If I, if, you, if I ever posted something on Twitter that you've clenched your fist at? You don't tweet much. You mostly tweet about your dog. So yeah. What about me? No. no. Um, he muted you. A few times. <laughs> <laughs> no, I d- Alex doesn't tweet enough to, to mute. Yeah. But um, okay. the thing about it is I speak to him every day. So there's nothing any of you guys are going to tweet that's going to make me do that. People who... Yeah, look, listen, only, right, I'm sure... I'm sure numerous people listening to this, right, have all got their own Spurs WhatsApp groups, their own Spurs fan, friend groups and stuff. But, you know, look, these, and have disagreements and that type of stuff, particularly on there. And the thing is with that medium is it's so difficult, and to, and online in general, it's so easy just yeah. to be like, you know, you've got the ump. Like, <laughs> me and Flav have had more kind of like off the, like, kind of undercurrent of like hating each other type messages this this season after games than we've ever had we've always been like very much on the same page as different things Don't but, agree with but that. they're your mates at the end of the day so you have to remember that like we can come and come and do this i haven't spoke to him from since then i was waiting for today to come on and see his little chubby face i couldn't wait chubby, chubby. so yeah so like i said it the, the, what is always brilliant about Tottenham Hotspur, right, and what is great about supporting Tottenham Hotspur is that you'll have days like today or weeks like the last two weeks, but you're going to have weeks like we've had before in, in the next couple of months. It's constantly about up and down, and that's personally why I love this club, is that there's no, there's no consistency of, of just always quite good or always quite bad. We're up and down. I love it. Okay, wonderful, Alex. I agree completely with your sentiments. I just want to add to that. David Louise has been sent off as well. No, oh, nice. He got, he got yeah. sent off when they equalised the penalty, and then they conceded. 
Give us all Second the information. The all the information, T. Actually, you know what? Give us tidbits. It's like Christmas presents, isn't it? You don't want all of them straight away. Anyway, uh, we had a question from a guard five or Aled Gardner. Uh, he says, do William Hill offer a market market for the minute I'll turn my TV off during the game on Thursday? If they do, I'll go for seven minutes just on that. Fans can just send William Hill as bespoke uh, bet by tweeting at William Hill. Use the hashtag, hashtag your odds and uh, they'll give you a price on it happening. Um, we're not going to preview Chelsea because I think we're all looking at that as a bit of a... It's like walking into your mum and dad having sex. Just don't want to see it. Um, but I think now's the time. It's a big day, isn't it? Big day because uh, Alex from Bristol has been giving it the big one for ages. And uh, I'm just going to bring <coughs> I'm going to bring Jimmy back into the, the fore here. <coughs> Alex wanted to talk this up as um, Jim, unmute un- yourself. <coughs> I'm a salesman. It's what I do. Yeah, you you wanted to boost yourself up here because you've been building up the idea that you and uh, uh, Felonius should be taking on the People's Champion Tottenham Hotspur World Hardest Quiz. You know, it should be between the, you you two. But the fact is that James has more than earned himself the position of the People's Champ. James, have you been listening to all that guff? Am I allowed to speak now? Is that, yeah, is that uh, all right, yeah. is it? Yeah, apologies. It was, yeah. Just a, it was just a joke earlier. It won't happen again. All right. I, I promise. Uh, I have. It's been, it's been a really, really fascinating discussion, guys. Really enjoyed it. Good podcasting. So you don't, you're not, you don't think Alex is soft for suggesting that uh, we should all just get along? No, I think he's right. You know, he's a little man with big opinions, but I think on this occasion, <laughs> he's entitled to his. Um you know, he's, he's right. Let's just, just try and enjoy Tottenham as best we can because God knows it's pretty dismal to us. What, what do you make of the um, the situation with, uh, with with Mourinho at the moment? Do you, do you kind of just feel like, you know, yeah, where are you at, James? We haven't given you an opportunity to actually talk about Spurs other than doing the quiz. Do you know what? Like, I, I, was, I was a bit like you and Bardi are sort of very much my manager now. But after, after that Brighton game, I just wanted everyone out, the players, the manager, the chairman... Now, I've had a couple of days to think about it. I, I do wonder if, you know, he's had, what, one and a half seasons in the middle of a pandemic, which is just weird. Like, Klopp had four or five years to get them to even close to the level they're at. You know, the question really is with him is, does he still have it in him to improve? Or, or and we just think this is Mourinho now and he's never going to change. And I think that can only be answered by time, right? Mm. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And it's just how much time he's going to get to you know sort this all out all right let's 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 go on to the quiz we're gonna do it can right we now. can i just say i'd like jimmy's video on if he's gonna be if i'm gonna be on video as well because of google please what oh <laughs> good question so james uh every victory that james has is uh, or jimmy's had is, is steeped in controversy <laughs> because in the telegram group the 30 percent group if you want to be a part of that you can join the fighting cock Co, no, no, fuck, I always do that. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, forward slash the fighting cough. You want to be a part of the Patreon, get your free pin badge, get all the other good shit that we do behind there, loads of podcasts and stuff. Um, why did I stop pushing that? That is never his video on. He never has his video on. He never has his video on. And people on there are just digging James out. Like, is he the real deal? Is he the real deal? I, I don't believe that he's ever cheated. 
And looking at his video now, he's literally sitting in a a closet. He's surrounded by a box, though. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was shoes. He misses his shoes. Look at him with his little tan, flowery shirt. Pathetic. I'm I'm getting sick of James, to be honest. <laughs> you and me both, mate. <laughs> let's crack on with the quiz come on alright sorry sorry T right, sorry, he was, was the second half didn't he he was the second half alright okay this is important alright so we're going we're gonna to play the jingle right now back to get quizzical quizzical yeah I mean yeah think man are smart come quiz think man are big come quiz think man are you put the knowledge for this prove that ish on the FC quiz think man are smart hey, come we quiz think man are big can we quiz? Think man are you with the knowledge for this? Prove that ish on the FC quiz. Can we quiz then, bruv? Pussy. Do not start Google. <laughs> you haven't actually ever Googled, have you, James? I, I believe in you. No, I don't think he has. No, okay. It's funny. It's funny. Right. Here we go. So, here we, question one. James, this is for you. Alex, are you ready or what? Yeah, 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 sorry. Okay. Whose name was the rocket? Ronnie Rosenthal. Is correct. The name I got that. <laughs> the name Leo just said is just pleb, but I think he means Alex. Uh, once Spurs hold the record attendance for an English club at home. Who were our opponents when we set that record? Oh my god! Someone at Wembley. Yes. Oh god! It could be fucking anyone. Uh, Arsenal. Ar- Arsenal? No. By Leverkusen. In the Premier League, you couldn't add. It doesn't matter. By Leverkusen. 85,512. We lost 1-0. Oh. Alex, isn't it? No, that was a tricky one. It was much, much more difficult. than It doesn't matter. All right, number two. Who has scored more Champions League goals for Spurs, Pavlichenko or Van der Vaart? James. Got to say Pav. Pav has three goals. He's got two on the bounce. Alex, you've got to get, put the pressure on here. You can't go two down. Uh, number two, who has scored more Europa League goals, Lewis Holtby or Luka Modric? Holtby. Holtby is correct. He has two. Luka Modric has one. Number three, James. Jan- uh, January 2008, Spurs five, Arsenal one. Can you name three of our goal scorers in that time? In that game, Rob? Fuck you now. Mal Pronk, Genus, Lennon. Indeed, uh, bent her own goal and Keane rounds that up. Alex, January 2002, we beat Chelsea 5-1 in the Wetherton Cup semi-final. Can you name three of our goal scorers? That's so much harder. Fucking hell. <laughs> That's so much harder. <laughs> uh, Stephanie Everson. It's correct. I wouldn't have got any of the others. Uh, no. Think at the time, Same. early 2000s. Chris Perry. Chris Perry. No, go on. you got some more couple more guesses 2001 wasn't it 2002 January 2002 Les Ferdinand no Teddy Sheringham yes one more I don't know oh Gus Poirier no enough time Sherwood Simon Davies and Rebrov so I would have said Sherwood (laughs) well done T well you can put yourself up to you next because you got to avenge like <coughs> the fighting cock is in the mud right now James yeah, not only have well, I dug I'm not, I'm not, I'm not can I, can I ask James's next question what is the second half of Tottenham's name <laughs> 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 are you suggesting we're now favouring James oh. whatever get on with it uh, T 
I think if if he beats Alex, but he only needs to get the next question correct. If he beats Alex, you've got to take him on next week. You have mm-hmm. to. You would do it. No, I do. I'm not. I'm not confident, but I will. Don't say that. Don't These say questions that. are a bit rough. All right. Okay. So you need this question to win, James. Uh, what number did Federico Fascio wear? Jesus Christ! You know that, T. What number did I'm Federico not confident. Fascio wear? Sixteen. No, no, no. Sixteen is incorrect. Uh, one. So hang on, Alex can still draw here, right? Bottling it here. Well, if I get this right. If you get this right, you, you get the rest of the questions right. You need to get, you, yeah, you need to get four and five right, and James needs to get his fifth question correct. If he gets it wrong, there's a draw. Okay, yeah. all right. So we're still in it. The what was the answer? What was the number? Sorry, it's twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah, four. Yeah. Uh, all right. Shit. Ow, oh, mate. If you get this, you deserve it. What number did DeAndre Yedlin wear for Tottenham? Fuck. <laughs> I would never have known Fuck that. Fuck yeah, now. Never have known that. You got any ideas? Don't guess it. Don't guess Can it. I have the year? Did we know the year? Uh, I, I will... he, played, he played when we lost to Villa 1 0. Sheldon was the Villa manager, so I think that was about 2014. 2015. Oh, trying try to intimidate me with facts there for next week. Oh, fuck. I'm trying to remember as well. Uh, 22. Uh, that's incorrect. It's 12. Okay, no. You haven't got a single question right I wouldn't have got that. Fucking yes, I have. Have you? Wait, are you oh, sure it was 12? Um, like, no, well, I think it was 12. I think it was before 12. Because you got in trouble for this before, so can we just check? Because I'm pretty sure it wasn't 12. I, I was thinking like 22 or something like that, but it might be 12. I was, I was, I was just Googling it, it now, somebody. right? It you know what, 22 somebody. is his new number at Galatasaray. <laughs> it was 30 <laughs> oh something. Oh, my God. Sure. No, it's 12. Yeah, I've got it here. Shirt number 12. It is. It's yeah, correct. 12 rings a bell. Yeah, it, no, it doesn't ring a bell. I've got it. As According to transfermarket.co.uk, he wore a 12. All right? No more questioning the fucking quiz. If, you, if we get it wrong, you accept it. You accept the result. That's it. All right. Hey, he's got 32 <coughs> in the picture. Oh, my God. T, can you stop it, please? Um, <laughs> so, uh, to round the question, uh, just to round it off, because people at home want to play. Um, who said it? Jose or the Bible? Jimmy, A, better to live on the corner of a roof than to share a house with a nagging wife. B, for this moment, Judas is number one. C, do not judge, or you too will be judged. Two are Bible quotes. One comes from Jose Mourinho. <laughs> I mean, I, I could have to say number one was Jose. That's incorrect. <laughs> That's Proverbs <laughs> tw- 21.19. <laughs> Uh, the third was also Matthew 7 1. Uh, do not judge, or you two will be judged. Jose said, for this moment, Judas is number one. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a round off. What was, the... Sorry. what was that in reference to? Who said it? Jose or the Bible? No, no, but what was it in, like? No, it was the Judas one. But... Yeah. Who was he talking about? Uh, I don't know. Sol Campbell, probably. Uh, and uh, number five. <laughs> uh, we don't have all the information. I'll just get the answers and the <laughs> questions, and then I answer them. That's it. Uh, who said it? Jose or Trump, Alex? Sometimes by losing a battle, you find a new way to win the war. B is I have a problem, which is I'm getting better at everything related to my job since I started. And C, I've always won. I'm always going to win. And that's the way it is. B, 
be has to be for my sanity jose Mourinho. correct correct so, yeah yeah but um, hey, you, were, you were soundly beaten by james F. Love, um, well yeah i mean yeah don't don't worry about our biggest one of the biggest results in our recent history against 5-1 let's let's talk about something that happened 19 years ago instead in the worthington cup i'll see you later all right bye oh dear <laughs> Arsenal are down to nine men. Yes! Come on, I want to get off. I want to get off and watch the rest of this. Leno, Leno yeah. sent off. Wonderful. Um, uh, James, congratulations once again. You, next week, you'll be taking on Felonious Filth for the People's Champ. You are fundamentally, without question, without reservation, the very best quizzer we've, we've had on here. The only person you have to overcome now is the actual champ. The People's Champ means nothing at all. That's for cretins. It's for little ones. It's for the rank little scum you find underneath your bin. You're the champ of, champ of that. The real champ, the one that sits you on top of the throne, is Flonius Filth. Next week, we'll find out who will be the, not the shit one. All right? But, can I just add? Oh, that was a really head. dramatic ending. Yeah, but not, this, not as dramatic as this. Go on. But you'll never be Alex from Bristol. See you later. <laughs> He's actually gone. You wouldn't actually want. To, oh, I can't tell you how you how desperately you wouldn't want to be him, James. Thank you so much, mate. Cheers, guys. See you next week. It's so casual about it. T, you better get your fucking aim game on, yeah, because we've been embarrassed week in, week out. Come on. Good. All right. I'm that, do it. Yeah. <laughs> Take care, boys. Bye. T, can you stop it, please? T can you stop it please? T can you stop it please? T can you stop it please? T can T, can you stop it, please? Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Network.